Hi, friends. Welcome to Deep Dive, my brand new podcast born from a desire for critical thought, vulnerability, and awareness. I'm your host, Dana Falsetti, a thinker, a writer, a yoga teacher, an activist, an authenticity agent. Each month, you'll hear from me and my guests, ranging from iconic disruptors to everyday people, all candidly sharing our personal experiences on topics ranging from sexuality to social justice and consciousness to capitalism. Deep Dive is a space to tackle hard-hitting questions and controversial topics in a raw, empathetic, and curious way. And it's my space to rant and ramble freely, no holding back. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This episode is a little bit of a touchy subject for me when I'm, I've shared about a little bit across my social media accounts, but I haven't given too many details away. But it's a topic that is really, really important. And as I've started to share more about it, I've realized how important it is to speak on it. So we're going to talk about sex and validation and self-worth and my personal experience with all of these things and sort of how it's tied into my experience with um, my body image and my confidence in myself and all of that. For me, I was always really insecure. I was always the fat girl. And I always had this idea from, I mean, a pretty young age that I would be the lucky one, right, if anybody wanted me because I didn't have this body type that was the ideal or the one that was seen as hot or sexy or beautiful or any of those things. So there was always this notion in the back of my head like, if a guy ever liked me, that would just be the best thing in the whole world because how lucky could I be that someone would actually want me, that someone would actually like me or find me attractive. Not only that, but because my body started changing very young, I started getting a lot of attention from men pretty early on in my life. And that was a really strange thing for me that I didn't really know how to navigate because I was so young, but that kind of got ingrained in the way I was received by people and how I kind of interacted with that and perceived that for myself. So I knew that my body in some way was desirable, but all the while I was being told consistently from the media and, and friends and family even, and just kind of from every angle that it wasn't desirable. So really kind of confusing thing. And throughout middle school, throughout high school, leading up to college, I had no concept of self-worth, none. I had no confidence in myself, no confidence in my body, but very much wanted to feel worthy, very much wanted to feel validated, wanted to believe that I was beautiful and worthy and all of those things and just didn't know how how to feel like that. I essentially got into this phase in my life where I started seeking externally and, and there are multiple ways that this showed up. I have an eating disorder. I am a binge eater now and I've been a binge eater my whole life and that's one way. But the other way that I sort of both tried to self-soothe and sort of self-torture um, was through sex. Because I felt like a guy, if a guy ever wanted me, that I would be so lucky, I almost felt like I could never turn down the opportunity for sex because it seemed like I might never get another one. And 
I did feel lucky. Like I did feel validated just a little bit, maybe in the moment, but of course fleeting, by a man wanting me, a man desiring me. And I know by now that external validation is not lasting and means nothing to you and who you really are because it's not something that comes from inside and ultimately it has to. And I I started to realize and I certainly realize now looking back that as I went through this phase of my life where I was really giving myself away, you know, I was giving my body away and disrespecting my body. It's like it wasn't even sex because my sex life has totally changed now that I have changed, but I didn't even enjoy it. And it wasn't about my pleasure and it wasn't about having a connected experience with my partner. There was there was none of that. And I wasn't even aware that I was, you know, should have been looking for those things or, or giving value to those things because I the only reason I ever had sex with anybody was to help myself feel a little bit better about myself. And it never worked. It never worked. I mean, in the moment, maybe. But then as soon as it was over, I would feel worse. Just like coming out of, you know, a cycle of binge eating and then being done and looking back and going, oh my gosh, you know, what just happened? Almost like a fog, like almost like I wasn't even present in my body. Because I wasn't. I was just there just allowing my body to sort of be used and ultimately disrespecting it, disrespecting myself. But I didn't know that at the time because you can't really disrespect what you feel like has no worth. And I I didn't have it. I kept sort of sleeping around. I kept doing the sort of one night stand. The I collected a lot of partners for a phase in my life. And that's a phase in my life that I very much have blocked out and that has been really hard for me to forgive myself for. Because now that I'm at a place where I do love and respect myself, especially love and respect my body and do know my worth as a human, it just breaks my heart a little bit to know that I put myself through that, you know, and it's hard to forgive. But these things are so commonplace. I know there are so many people who search externally and especially search through sex and and sex is already something that there's a lot of shame around. In society and is something that is not talked about at all, but becomes sort of this secret part of our lives. And this was very much a big secret for me, a way that um, I thought that I could deal with and sort of manage my pain that other people didn't need to know about. And I think a big part of it as well was because I had this binge eating disorder and because I was always heavy, um, it felt kind of good to have that secret for myself, you know, because I felt so seen everywhere I went in my body that there was something about sex specifically that felt like it was kind of mine even though it wasn't doing anything for me it was only making me feel less worthy over time and so there are a lot of things that sort of led to coming out of of this phase of my life a lot of it had to do with my yoga practice I mean when I first started practicing yoga And I started fostering a little bit of self-awareness, sort of seeing myself for the first time, realizing that I had these these impulses and this sort of addictive personality and this strong desire for external things to sort of complete me. I realized what I was doing to myself through sex and, and for the first time, because before it just felt like 
it felt like the thing that made sense. I mean, I've had so many things said to me over the years. I've had men say, you know, oh, I've always wanted to be with a BBW. That's big, beautiful woman, for those of you who don't know, um, and is very much a fetish, fetishized term. Um, you know, I've always wanted to be with a BBW and you're hot, sort of assuming, right? Because there's this assumption that fat girls are easy because they're insecure and, uh, you know, why wouldn't I want you kind of thing. And I really did feel that. And I've had comments like that made in my direction. And there are a lot of assumptions that come with fat women and sex just in general. And as I started to change my relationship with my body, so through my yoga practice, I started fostering this self-awareness, right? And realized what I was doing to myself, decided that I really needed to back off. So after a couple of years of sort of binging on on sex and binging on sexual partners, um, I stopped. And I wasn't with anybody for um, about a year and a half, maybe almost two years of my life following that phase because I felt so strongly that I needed to figure myself out and reconnect with myself and, and figure out what I needed to be happy, what I needed to be fulfilled before I could continue because I knew that I was treating sex as something that it wasn't supposed to be. I didn't know what it really was supposed to be at the time, but I knew that it was not that. And I knew that it wasn't making me feel better. I knew it was making me feel worse. So I took this break and I decided, you know, I'm going to get into my yoga practice. I'm going to kind of figure myself out a little bit. And then when I feel ready, um, not looking for external validation through sex, like that was sort of my key, my key deciding factor right? I decided that when I revisited that part of my life, it wasn't going to be for that. And if it was, I wasn't ready and I shouldn't be doing it. So I was practicing yoga, fast forward a year and a half, two years or so, and I started to really learn a lot of lessons. I started to really learn a lot about myself, saw myself very clearly recognized a lot of my history and, and this particular phase of my life and started working through forgiving myself for it once I realized what I was doing and how much I was torturing myself ultimately. And also just forgiving myself for giving my body away, you know, in a way that didn't actually give me anything back, you know, and in a way that as much as I did consent at the time, um, but for all of the wrong reasons. And so, you know, I look back and it feels violative and I feel like I violated myself and I allowed myself to be violated. And that's a hard thing to navigate. That's a hard thing for me to forgive. And I'm, I'm still working on that, but I know that I'm in a better place now and I'm so grateful for that. But anyway, um, as I started getting to know myself better, forgiving myself, figuring out all of my coping mechanisms, all of my comforts and the things that I fall back on when I fall into my patterns. That's what allowed me to start shifting them. So just bringing the awareness to them, recognizing what I was doing. And then as I got stronger in my body physically through my yoga practice, and I started to see my body differently, I started to see it as really strong and capable and beautiful and 
these these lessons that I learned sort of through my physical body slowly translated to other areas of my life. And I started realizing um, my worth, essentially. I started realizing, like, I'm fucking awesome, <laughs> like just as awesome as anybody else. And I have so much to offer and so many things that I'm passionate about. And I am beautiful and there's nothing wrong with my body. And I started having all of these realizations and with that a lot of a lot of things in my life changed but my relationship with myself my relationship with sex and my own sexuality has changed so much to the point where again it's like i look back and it's almost it's painful to admit and think about those times that i allowed myself to be disrespected because i respect myself now so much and i never want anybody else to feel that and that's why I'm sharing this so transparently is, you know, I felt so isolated in the way that I felt my whole life. And especially because of the shame surrounding sex and especially shame when you're using sex in a, in a way that feels shameful. You know, I felt so isolated. I felt like everybody else around me was having great sex and felt great about themselves and all of these things. And that I was just sort of miserable and just couldn't, I couldn't figure anything out in my life. And it's because I didn't know myself, ultimately. And I never want this for anybody else. You know, I never want anybody else to seek this external validation, trying to find self-worth through other people or the way other people see you, because that will never, it never works. And if anything, it just chips away at you a little bit more because it just doesn't matter at the end of the day what anybody else sees in you. It matters how you see yourself. And as I started to see myself and my life started to change, this part of my life changed. I'm at this place now and it's only been recent. It's again, this is like such a personal thing to share and I'm new to sharing this part of my life, but um, people have sex and this needs to be talked about. So the last few years of my life, it's just, it's changed so much to the point where I've realized how when you are cool with who you are, when you have this kind of self-awareness, when you are comfortable in your body, to the point where you can trust yourself, you know, trust yourself enough to let go and kind of just enjoy yourself. Um, and having a sense of self-worth gives you a really big reason to prioritize your own pleasure, you know, things that make you happy and things that feel good. And humans experience pleasure, and it's an amazing thing. And as I had this huge shift happen and, and sex started to actually be really enjoyable and fun and passionate and connecting and intimate and all of these things that in my mind I kind of knew and hoped it could be but that I had never experienced because I, I never could have allowed myself to feel any of that anyway because I was so shut off from myself there's no way I could have been connecting with a partner. It makes no sense. So as I started experiencing all these things, I realized, wow, this is actually really healing. You know, I'm being mindful at this point of who my partner is and who I'm sharing this energy with, who I'm sharing myself with, because, oh my gosh, now that I respect myself and now that I know my worth, like, that's not for everyone. I don't want to share that part of myself with everyone. I, I don't want to share my energy in that way, in that intimate way with everyone. I need to be receiving as well. I need to feel 100%. I want trust and comfort and intimacy, 
you know? And when all of those things are present, it's healing. And this was such a shock for me because it had been so traumatic previously. Everything about sex had been so traumatic for me and so confusing and just so painful in so many ways that I, I, I couldn't imagine that it could ever feel healing, the opposite of pain and trauma and all of these things. But it really is because we're human and intimacy and connection and touch, all of these things are an amazing part of the human experience. But if you're going to share something like that with someone else or even enjoy it yourself completely, you have to be cool with who you are. You have to be comfortable. You have to be able to trust yourself, trust your partner. All of these pieces have to come together. So, you know, sex is this crazy, super amazing, but super complicated thing. You're sharing emotion and energy and bodies and there's a lot going on. And when you're not in a place in your life and in your body and in your experience that you're really open and ready to receive that kind of intimacy, it's it's not great. And now that I'm having great sex and realizing how amazing it can be and how much better it can actually make you feel, not because the other person wants you, novel concept, but because you enjoyed an experience of intimacy and connection and giving and receiving. And that's beautiful. That's such a beautiful part of the human experience. The fact that you can connect with somebody like that is amazing and should be honored and cherished and celebrated 100%. And so now that I've experienced this and I've I've seen such a stark contrast to the way my life used to be in this regard, I've felt so drawn to share because I feel so strongly and passionately that people should and deserve to enjoy this part of their lives. And I understand that not everybody is driven um, sexually, but even if you're not, being able to put your pleasure, your human experience, your opportunity for connection and intimacy and all of these really amazing things, putting that as a priority in your life, I just think is amazing. And I think everybody deserves to feel that because I have felt it recently and it's amazing. I never want anybody else to feel unworthy to the point of giving themselves up, you know, giving yourself away for the sake of this external validation. I don't want that for anybody because it is so empty and so fleeting and it just chips away at you. And everybody is so worthy of everything I'm talking about, of respect, of pleasure, of intimacy, of connection, of love, of of all of these things. We really all are. So I don't want anybody, you know, don't ever sell yourself short. Don't give away what you don't want to give away. And instead of sort of feeding into these negative patterns and these negative cycles and these defense mechanisms, coping mechanisms that we learn over time, that we usually repeat over and over and over again, instead of feeding those, dialing back to figure out who you are and what you need. I know for sure that nobody... No amount of love from another person, no amount of affection or desire or anything from anybody else will make you feel whole. It won't. It has to come from you. And as soon as it does come from you, 
everything in your life starts to change because you start to see things differently. Your perspective shifts. It's like the lens that you were looking through changes completely. And so your interactions with people change, your relationships, your connections, all of these things, because as soon as you're comfortable with who you are and you can trust and be open and and be confident in who you are and what you need, in your desires, being able to ask for what you want, all of these things are super important. They're important in your life in every way, um, not just with sex, but in every area of your life. It's really not all that different. And at the end of the day, it all comes back to this concept of coming home to who you are, of self-awareness, of being cool with you. It's the basis of all of it. So, you know, if you're listening to this and this resonates with you and you're someone who's been seeking in this way, and it doesn't matter if you're fat, it doesn't matter what your body looks like or, you know, what other shame comes with it because we all experience this this shame um, and sex is shamed and, and women are shamed and and this is a difficult conversation. But if this resonates with you, A, just know that you're not alone. No matter how alone you ever feel in what you're experiencing, you're not. There are other people experiencing very similar things, using the same coping mechanisms, falling into the same patterns and trying to get out. So you're not alone. And no matter how unworthy you might ever feel at any point in your life, I can assure you that you are not. If you do fall into a pattern like this, if you do disrespect yourself, or if you're listening and this used to be you and, and you're having trouble forgiving yourself, I'm in that boat now. N- know that it's okay and it's part of the human experience to fuck up. And it is part of the human experience, I think, to self-torture um it's part of the human experience to feel lost right i mean this is a whole other conversation of ego and and seeing everything through ourselves in a very self-centered way and and feeling this like ultimate pain right of of the human experience and of being alive and um it's confusing and it's hard and i think that everybody deals with figuring out who they are, figuring out what they need and, and, and their worth and figuring out what they need to be happy and feel fulfilled. It's different for everyone. So spend some time figuring out the answers to some of those questions and, and maybe take a break from the things that you're feeding in your life that really aren't giving back to you. You know, you have to wait until you're ready to receive before you really can receive anything and and if not if you're not ready for it you might only get the pieces that you really don't need and that has certainly been my experience and there will be a whole other episode I don't know if it'll be up or not by the time this one's up but there will be a whole other episode about sex and pleasure and the way that sex functions in society the way that women are shamed but used to sell to sell product and sex is used to sell product, but then women take their bodies back and there's slut shaming and victim blaming. And we're going to talk about that whole aspect of it as well. But I wanted to dedicate an episode to this connection between sex and self-worth and validation because I know how common this is. I hope that in sharing this experience that maybe you can forgive yourself or maybe you don't feel so alone in yours. Because you never need to allow yourself to be 
disrespected or, or used in any way because you are so worthy of living an amazing life. So if this resonates with you, and I hope that it does in some way, I hope that you can forgive yourself. I hope that you can come home to yourself. I hope that you know that there are others out there who have been through this or going through this and you're certainly not alone and there is much, much more to come when you can give some time to who you are and what you need. So thank you so much for listening, um, for allowing me to share something personal and I really hope that it does resonate and I hope that you're able to make whatever shifts you need to make in your life so that you can live as fully as possible. Hi friends, Dana here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Deep Dive. If you want more radical truth, make sure you subscribe. You can also keep up with me across social media at Dana Falsetti or visit my website, danafalsetti.com to find workshops, speaking engagements, or take an online class. See you next time.